passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Time. It's time to hit the ice, Penguin fans. Chris Mack had you covered with all the news and notes surrounding, surrounding your Penguin. Only on 5th Avenue Faceoff. Back into 5th Avenue Faceoff. Make sure you're following the podcast inside your Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y. Uh, just click the little follow button up there in the right top right-hand corner. Uh, or subscribe on YouTube to all of 93.7 The Fans' videos, our channel there, and you'll get new stuff as soon as it's readily available. And, of course, wherever you get your podcast, you know you can subscribe, like, rate, review, and you'll get Fifth Avenue Face-Off every time we've got a new episode. A big one this week as it's back-to-back on the road out west against two teams battling for supremacy in the Central Division alongside the Minnesota Wild. The Pens get the Stars on Thursday night in Dallas. Uh, but Wednesday night, Colorado in Denver. They got the avalanche. Will Peterson of 104.3, the fan in Denver, joins us now. Check him out on Twitter, at Peterson Will, uh, P-E-T-E-R-S-E-N. He covers all the teams out there in Denver. In particular, this team that seems to be catching fire again. Will, thanks for the time. Uh, the Avs on a six-game winning streak, uh, just absolutely rolling right now. Uh, they look like the defending Stanley Cup champs. So what's working over the last couple of weeks since we last saw him here in Pittsburgh? Yeah, I, I think Nathan McKinnon has gone into takeover mode, right? Yeah. He was up in Canada last week for a swing up there and got asked by a national reporter, are you guys worried about the playoffs? And McKinnon looked at him with his classic McKinnon stare like, no, 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 teams should be worried about us. Sort of like Walt in Breaking Bad, like I am the danger, you know? Until, <laughs> someone, until someone rips that trophy away from the abs, it's theirs. And they have three of the 10 best players in the world with Nathan McKinnon, Kale McCarr, and Miko Rantanen, kind of a fringe guy there. And in any way you slice it, injuries have been a big deal this year. But as long as those three are on the ice, they've got a shot, particularly in the West, where 
uh, a lot of people in Denver expect them to come out of the West. Now, who they face in the East in the final, that would be a totally different ballgame considering how strong the East is this year. But there is a uh, not even a quiet confidence, just a, a kind of a loud confidence that the Avalanche <laughs> will go back to the Stanley Cup final, uh, particularly with how hot they are right now. I, your, your breaking bad analogy analogy now has me picturing like Ranton and McCarr and McKinnon in the back of a trailer somewhere out in the desert, like melting down hockey pucks in a frying pan. I don't know why yeah. that's the visual I got, but that's the one I got. Uh, I love it. Speaking of McCarr, though, second star of the week last week, it was just announced a couple days ago. I know it was a big deal when he took that hit from Jeff Carter, tried coming back, played a game or two, then went out again with the concussion-like symptoms. I think Penguins fans are as attuned to something like that as anybody else in the NHL. Seeing a superstar uh, take a hit that looks somewhat innocuous at the time and then miss a period of time with those concussion-like symptoms. Just in general, what's the sense of how he's doing? And, I mean, I guess he's doing fine. Second star of the week in the league. But um, does he look like himself? Is he acting like himself? Does he look like a guy who can help carry them uh, to another cup and win another con smite? Yeah, I mean, Kel McCarr played two games in the month of February. He got concussed in both of them, the one in Pittsburgh and then the one in St. Louis. And listen, if you get two concussions in the NFL, they may shut you down for the season. Whereas in hockey, it's like, ah, six, seven days later, you're all right. Come on back in. By the way, he re-entered both of those games. That's another thing. No one thinks the NHL or the NFL is the, the model for how to handle, handle concussions, but they don't let guys back in the game most of the time. They take their helmet. Not only was Kale let back in against the Penguins and played in overtime, he was let back in against the Blues. And that's got a lot of people around Denver saying, who on the Avalanche is, is holding the players accountable, if you will? Mm -hmm. Is there independent spotters? What is the protocol? The NHL will feed you a lot of lines about all that, but the reality is we just saw a perfect example of their system not working twice. As far as where he's at now, it does feel like it's a thing of the past. Like you mentioned, second star, he had eight assists last week, including three in Montreal and three in Detroit. I mean, he's just a, a point machine when he's on the ice. They score almost every time he touches the puck, or at least it feels like that. So I think he's fine. I think the big question, though, Chris, is if he takes a third hit to the head, whether it be advertent or, or inadvertent. You know, you could argue mm -hmm. what Jeff Carter did was inadvertent. What happened in St. Louis was 100% inadvertent. That's hockey, right? So if that happens, that could derail a cup run because while they haven't had Landeskog all year and that's been a blow, the reality is is McKinnon, McCarr, and Ranton, who I outlined, have, have kept this ship afloat. And if one of the three of them goes down, that's when the Avs would be in trouble. So we're knocking on a lot of wood out here about Kel McCarr, but he looks great right now. Yeah, anything that elevates uh, the Curtis McDermott's and Jack Johnson's of the world into bigger roles is going to leave you worried. Um, as, as good as Devin Taves has been, uh, it, asking him to pick up all that slack on his own on the first pairing would be a long way to go. You mentioned Landeskog, so I want to ask. I, I think I saw he was practicing in a red no-contact jersey, I believe it was, uh, the other day. So just how close to being back is he? The Gabe Landeskog situation is fascinating. You're right. Yesterday at Morning Skate before the Blackhawks, first time he's participated in a morning skate all year. But I'll rewind this a little bit for you. He got his first knee surgery in March of last year. He has not played a regular season hockey game in more than a calendar year. He played 20 playoff games in the last 380 days, and that's it. He was a huge part of the Avs winning the Stanley Cup, but the more we learn about it, 
the more he wasn't even ready to be back on the ice, and he just gutted through that performance. Then he gets a second knee surgery in October, and we're told, well, it's three months. Well, last time I checked, three months after October is kind of mid-January. We're now in late March, and we still haven't seen him. Jared Bednar finally admitted the other day that there was some sort of setback when he tried to skate on it in December. And then the weirdest thing was Gabe disappeared. Didn't just leave Colorado. He left the country. No one knew where he was for a couple of months. All kinds of rumors. He was back home in Sweden. He was up in Toronto. No one really knows. And I'll I'll say this. Gabe's a great leader and a great guy. So he wasn't off playing hooky. Wherever he was, he was getting some pretty serious treatment to try to get that knee right. So to see him at Ball Arena yesterday morning was a huge sign for the Avs. They're still not committing he's going to be back this year, but Gabe's such a tough guy. Even if he could give you 10 to 12 minutes on the third or fourth line, I don't hate an idea like that. And then give you some some power play two minutes as well. Just his presence on the ice is going to be a boost for the Avs. I would expect to see him at some point. I wouldn't expect to do what he did last year in the playoffs. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. What do you think Jared Bednar's plan of attack is between the pipes once the postseason gets here? Like Pavel Francois is supposed to be the guy and has been for the bulk of this season, but Alexander Gorgiev has just played out of his mind recently, providing some great performances. So is it just ride the hot hand and see where it takes him? Is it get Francois back into position to be the guy before game one of the playoffs? How do you think he attacks that? No, I think they're all in on Georgiev. When they traded for him, they did give him an extension as well. And I think that was Joe Sackick's way of, of trying to stop the revolving door at goalie. Um, obviously, it had gone from guys like Semyon Varlamov to Philip Grubauer to Darcy Kemper. And, and Francois played five games in that playoff run last year. He was a big part of sweeping the Oilers in the conference final. But the reality is Sackick wants some stability at that position and he says Georgiev's a starter, and the only reason that you know he wasn't given that chance was obviously he was playing behind Shesterkin, one of the best goalies in the world. So they're all in on Georgiev. Now, that said, Bednar proved he's not afraid to go to Francois when he needs to. So could it be a two-goalie situation in the postseason? Of course. But round one, game one, it'll be Georgiev. And as long as he plays well, I expect it to be his net for most of the playoffs. Before I let you run, Will, I got to ask just in general, what's the sports atmosphere out in the Mile High City right now? You got a Rockies team that, I'll be honest, felt like maybe they got robbed by injuries last year. Maybe they bounced back this year. Um, You've got the the best team in the Western Conference in the NBA, Joker going for another MVP title, perhaps. Um, And you've got the Broncos, who are a mystery wrapped in an enigma because you have no idea how Sean Payton and Russell Wilson are going to get on. And, and oh, by the way, the reigning Stanley Cup champs were heating up at just the right time. So what is it? Where's the, fo- can you even focus when you've got that much going on as a sports fan in Denver these days? Yeah, it's tough. The Broncos will always be number one, but they gave up three first round picks and three second round picks for Russell Wilson and Sean Payton. That better work because they have no draft draft capital They just spent $230 bucks in free agency, by far the most in the NFL. 
you'll remember they got bought by the Walmart owners last summer. It helps mm-hmm. to have $60 billion in ownership <laughs> and a lot of cash to give up front. Listen, man, they only had $40 million in cap space, yet they spent $230 million. That's those Sean Payton cap gymnastics at work that he did for so many years in New Orleans. Uh, as far as the Nuggets, cautiously optimistic. They've never even been to the NBA Finals in their entire existence. And yes, it's a great team, but they've lost five of seven. And they're starting to be a little, is Joel Embiid going to steal Jokic's MVP? The ironic thing about that is the fans care way more about that than the Joker himself cares. He could not care less uh, about winning his third straight MVP. The Avs are really generating up the excitement. That playoff run last year, one of the most electric I've ever covered. And I don't know if you've ever been to Coors Field for a Rockies game, uh, but they've got a party deck. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, that's where the fans hang out, up in the party deck. It's exactly what it sounds. Maybe half the fans could tell you what two teams are playing, and about a third <laughs> of them could tell you the score. So that remains the biggest party in Denver. Baseball, unfortunately, not the focus of that team. More about having a good time. Well, good stuff, Will. I appreciate you taking the time today. Thanks for the update on everything abs and out in Colorado. Uh, we'll hope that the Pens can provide uh, a little more pushback than some of the Avs' recent opponents have because they have been absolutely rolling uh, through that six-game winning streak. And the Pens trying to snap a four-game losing streak of their own now should be fun to watch Wednesday night, or at least interesting, if nothing else. Thanks again. We appreciate it. Yeah, Chris, no problem. And I'm not saying it's fair or not, but Jeff Carter better have his head on a swivel tomorrow night because Curtis McDermott will be lurking. I promise you that. You know what? This sounds awful because nobody wishes injury on anybody. But if there's anybody you could take out right now that Penns fans would probably appreciate more, I can't think of it because they're dying for Jeff Carter to be yanked out of the lineup. Nobody wants to see somebody get hurt. But if Jeff Carter got nicked up just a little and they decided to play it safe by keeping him out of the lineup the rest of the way, I don't think Penns fans would be heartbroken. So tell McDermott to take a few extra runs, maybe. (laughs) All right, sounds good. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Will Peterson, 104.3, the fan in Denver, at Peterson Will, P-E-T-E-R-S-E-N, Will, on Twitter, covering everything out there in the Mile High City, including the Avalanche, who, eh, as we just mentioned there, a six-game winning streak going up against against the Pens and their losing streak. Does something have to give, or do both teams continue rolling in opposite directions? We'll see you on Wednesday night, and then Thursday night. The Pens head to Dallas, back-to-backs. Thursday night will be on ESPN after Wednesday night on TNT. So national television, probably not banking on getting this version of the Penguins, but that's what they will get. That's what they'll get in Dallas. Jonathan Shipman joins us from Dallas to talk about the Stars next year on Fifth Avenue Faceoff.